0: Hello everyone, and welcome to your very first episode of Raising Medical Awareness. I am your host, Olusha, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you join me on this enlightening journey. Today, I am going to be diving into the world of diabetes, also referred to as a silent killer. I will also be debunking a myth about diabetes as we go on. Before I dig into what diabetes really is, let's quickly talk about a major myth. You'll mostly hear people talk about how the consumption of a lot of sugary things can make you very very prone to diabetes i'm here to tell you that's a very crazy misconception in a way as diabetes is quite complicated in order to debunk this myth let's get into the nitty-gritty of what results in an individual having diabetes A major criminal that leads to diabetes is excessive glucose in the blood. Yes, our body requires glucose for its daily activity. As we need glucose for energy, we need glucose to move, to talk, to walk, to even run. But too much of everything is never good. So when we have too much glucose in our blood, medically we call it hyperglycemia. And this hyperglycemia is a major characteristic of diabetes. Carbohydrates such as rice, pasta, sugar are major sources of glucose. Our body has a way of converting these carbohydrates to glucose by metabolic pathways. When glucose is in our bloodstream, our body has an organ called the pancreas which releases an hormone called insulin. Insulin is a major transport system for glucose as it carries glucose into the cells. The causes of type 1 could be idiopathic, which basically means unknown causes. It could also be as a result of our immune system, which is a network of cells that serves to protect our body from infection, attacking the pancreatic B cells that produce insulin. So if there's no pancreatic B cells, there wouldn't be any insulin production and this leads to hyperglycemia. Type 2, on the other hand, is caused by low insulin secretion and insulin resistance. It means that insulin is present in this patient, but it is resistant to glucose. It doesn't recognize glucose, so there is no way glucose will be taken into the cells, leading to hyperglycemia. a patient with diabetes, the patient is usually asked to do the following test, fasting blood sugar, random blood sugar. Fasting blood sugar requires patients to do an overnight fast, so when the patient gets to the lab, they basically tell these patients, okay you would have stopped eating at 8 pm today, tomorrow 8 am please come so we can have your blood drawn and we can run your test. For random blood sugar, however, your blood sample can be taken at any time. And so when the result is out, if this patient has an above you know the normal range for a healthy individual, the glucose is above the normal range for an healthy individual, the patient will be asked to run a test called HBA1C. And what this test is basically is glycated hemoglobin which means glucose is bound to the hemoglobin of red cells. And these red cells have a life cycle of 120 days, approximately 3 months. So this test indicates the average blood glucose level over the past 3 months. And this can help monitor a diabetic patient's blood glucose level from time to time. To sum up today's episode, only a small aspect of hyperglycemia has been tackled. There's still so much to be explored. So drop a comment, ask questions, send a text or email me on anything you'd like me to talk on. Your host, Urushala.